This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in, that's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. get an extended version of the same East Heath reviewing yet we've seen for weeks, Rich. Weeks. Bruh. Sh- should he just ask for his release just now? Like, I don't... <laughs> you gotta wait for it. You know, you ask for your release, you know, they, they'll put you on ice for the rest of your life. Right. Anyway, after after that, we go backstage where there's uh, where he's where EC3's back there's flexing in a mirror just much like last week, while Dana Brooke this time asks him some fitness questions. EC3 is still yet to talk. Still. Three appearances, not a word. Is it, is it Imagine doing... having EC3 on your roster, and you think you'll get him over by having him not talk. Hey, it, is this supposed to be like the Chris Jericho gimmick back in 2012, like where, where he oh, didn't where he God. didn't say anything to the audience, or I don't know. That, oh, yeah. God. So this man is literally James. He's literally flying city to city, going backstage, setting up a full body length mirror, getting undressed. Walking around and posing in front of it while people walk by. Look, man. What? I've said. I've said. I've said this off air. I've said this off air to Caleb. I, and Caleb didn't only want to touch on it a bit, but I was, I'm just gonna say it straight up for y'all. Look at his vignette. You see that he walks to a hotel room. He drops the keys. He 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 strips he strips down to his gear and then just shows his body and smiles. And everything we've seen from him is him posing. He's like you said, he's flying from city to city for people to look at his body. Correct. Hey man, this dude is a mute. This this dude is a mute that's out here selling dick. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know I don't know what else he could possibly be doing. Like what I mean, what else what else could there be besides that? He's a man for hire. This man is the real life post wrestling career Buff Bagwell. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that Buff Bagwell was on a dick. I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. Oh my god. Needless to All say, right. Needle, All right. okay. needless oh, to say, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. EC three. I don't. I don't know, player. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. All right. So. Uh, someone that has a career that is not in the top forties. <laughs> 
Jeff Jarrett has made his return oh to the World Wrestling Federation. My God. So, this was not just a one-off at the Royal Rumble. This was not just him going in the Hall of Fame last year. This was Jeff Jarrett finessing his way into a battle in a wrestling landscape where people are looking for minds, they're looking for experience, and they're looking for names. They're looking for anything that can potentially make a motherfucker look, right? And who who happened to show up at just the perfect time? Old J-E, double F, J-A, double R, E, double T. He came out at the Royal Rumble in the suit, looking crazy, with Elias, and they turned Elias' heel for this guy. Feels like it, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, there was no, there was, okay, so remember, <laughs> you remember this? Remember that Jay-Z ain't too short? It was, was all good, good just a week ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, so... On Monday, he's a baby face. I lost to Corbin, and then all of a sudden he shows up insulting the the, the fans at in Phoenix about their baseball right. team. He just shows up and just decides to just kill you know he, shit on them for for God knows what reason. He, the crowd stood behind it because they're not they're still like, wait a second, why is he? I thought we were past that. And then he, and then Jeff Jarrett comes out, and we got to make Jeff Jarrett the baby face. I boy, mean, whatever. Um, so from there, Jeff Jarrett. In his infinite uh, quest to to finesse, shows up. No, 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 no. We got we got to talk about it. What did he come out wearing at Royal Rumble, Rich? This man came out wearing the straps. He came yeah. out looking like it was nineteen ninety five. Bro, where was I, I'm shocked he didn't wear the the, the the black the blinking glasses and, and the in the other big hat like the oh the, the flashy God. coat that that went with the joint. Which Jeff Jarrett look did you prefer? Did you like the Aztec Jeff Jarrett back in the day? Or <laughs> did you like did you like that the late ninety seven Aztec Jeff Jarrett? Like that's a, that's a, that's a slap nuts and giving people the best hits. Yes. Or did you like the Jeff Jarrett like with the silver like cut off shorts about mid leg and, and he had nothing on top and it with the short hair? Did you like that Jeff Jarrett? I can't with you right now, man. I can't did you do this. did you like WCW Jeff Jarrett where he oh. had the straps that was all white, the long hair, and it was like feathered and all that? Like which Jeff Jarrett was the one? I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with like the the early vignettes when he's on the horse out there and he's basically looking like he's basically looking like country Ric Flair. That's that's, <laughs> that's I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go with that one. Jarrett comes out in the gray and black joint. This doesn't look like any of the old ones that I ever saw him wear, but apparently that's like a, apparently that's like a callback to either something he wore in a WrestleMania, like WrestleMania 11, I think. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, yeah. yeah, but he he finessed himself into not only you know a couple of appearances on television. He's working for WWE in a backstage uh, capacity, and you know everyone that says that works with Jeff Jarrett loves him. He he can recognize talent. He can spot, you know, dudes who are going to be next, like AJ Styles, different things like that. But he came out here, he did a song last Monday. No one knew the words, as you mentioned on the show last week, James. Uh, Not a soul. They got him in a program with Elias. The Road Dog is here, and it has been announced. If you guys have, if you guys hear this before Monday Night Raw, you know, I don't know everyone's listening schedule and everything like that, but Jeff Jarrett has been announced in a match, James, to compete against Elias with the Road Dog as his manager. 
Yes. Who pitched now, this? Did the I road dog pitch this? I, I I would hope not considering that, like, you know, in WWE lore, the road dog became a much bigger star than Jeff Jarrett ever was in WWE so or WWF at the time. So that's kind of funny. Like this dude was this dude was the roadie. Correct. And then this man turned into one half of one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history. Meanwhile, Jeff Jarrett was like, you know, he's out there, he's out there, you know, crashing, uh, beating women. <laughs> like he's out here, he's out here crashing towards against women's heads. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not what I was getting at. You knew where I was going. Yes. Yeah. So, and you know, and also like host sticking up Vince for bread, bro. What was it? A hundred thousand? A hundred thousand. So supposedly, yeah. supposedly, maybe a little more. Um, but Jeff Jarrett. He will never lose. Apparently not. How how does he come back from this? Like, so well, he's going to be wrestling I, Elias. Like, where does it go from here, James? Like, like, how? Where does this? Where does it end? I mean, hell. Can right? he hold a championship again? Oh hell no, no. We're not doing that. Like, I think I think they're doing this to try to get over the uh, this new turn or whatever else. But the thing is, like, you did the turn quietly, and now you're like you're doing this thing on the back end or later loudly as opposed to normally it's the other way around like you know you're supposed to whatever whatever like you can't it, it it's this thing came out of nowhere like like I, I i can't wait to find out for sure it's like okay so yeah in fact they just want to do something with jeff jerry to kill some time to eat up some minutes on raw and they decided to like they are turn, pre-advertising let's turn, this let's just turn let's just turn rollins or sorry elias hill because no matter what we do with him, he's always going to be a bottom of the hour type of guy anyway. Yeah. They are advertising this. They are thinking this is about to draw ratings. They are. Do they? Do they? Do they really? I mean, if they put it out ahead of time, I feel like they, they want to try to get someone to watch rather than just doing it on the show. Okay. Let, let's do this. You've interacted with literally hundreds, if not thousands of, uh, of wrestling fans over the years, right? Right. Name me one of them. That they, it says, name your favorite wrestlers. Not favorite wrestler, favorite wrestlers, peer, plural. And Jeff Jarrett ever makes the list. Has it ever happened to you? I I feel like people have had a small appreciation for Jeff Jarrett that I've seen. Oh, oh yeah, like Chad. <laughs> what up, Chad? <laughs> like, like Chad. Uh, but besides that, Caleb, maybe? Caleb likes Chad? I don't, I don't know. That's no, no, troll no, no, shit no, or what? No, no, like? no, that's, that's not, I'm not asking you the same thing. I'm asking you. I'm not asking you. If these people, if there are people that like the Jerry, clearly there are. Otherwise, this man will keep getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity outside of, you know, who his daddy was and and all things that come with that. But what I'm asking you is, how many people have you ever heard that you could almost know, that you know for sure would be like favorite wrestlers and then he would be included in that, in that whatever list, however long it is that they come up with? Because I can't think of one. Do you think any of our homeboys remember Jeff Jarrett if we brought him up? Oh, that are non wrestling fans? Yes. Fuck oh, no. What does he do? What do you do? <laughs> you like oh yeah, do you remember the guy like during the mid during like the mid nineties when there was like, you know, Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart or whatever else and like there was a guy that was wearing um the straps? Like maybe maybe they, you know how they would know him? They'd be like, Oh yeah, the, the guy guitar. that road it'd be like Road Dog. Remember when Road Dog was a roadie? Oh yeah, I might yeah, I kinda remember that. You know who he was roadie for? They'd be like, nah. <laughs> that's how like nah. So that's yeah, how you man. know. 
That's how you know. Yeah, man. I, I don't. Like, I don't think anybody would say Jeff Jarrett was one of their favorite wrestlers. I, I don't. Quick question. Quick question. I is haven't Ro- seen. It. Is the roadie? Oh, sorry. Is uh the roadie transforming into Jeff, uh, into uh the road dog Jesse James? Is that like our uh, childhood's version of like Batista? Like when he went from being like with with, with the Deacon. Like the Deacon gimmick with uh, with your boy uh, I think, the Dudleys. I, look, I think Devon all the way to coming, you know, the animal. I, I think the same thing. I, I think it's I think it's the same idea. I think Batista obviously went to a whole oh, other yeah. level with oh, it. Oh yeah, but it, it's absolutely. the same. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. rough idea. It's the same concept. Similar yeah. concepts. All I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Jeff Jarrett, he is back. The finessing knows no end. This man really wants to win the award. He doesn't want it to be named after him anymore, James. He wants a piece of the pie. He wants a trophy sent to him. He wants the tweet. He want he he wants the recognition, James. You know what this is like? This is like this is like Jerry Rice's like first few Raiders years. We're like, he's the greatest of all time. What else can he do to top that? And all of a sudden, like he goes out, leaves the Niners, and then becomes a Pro Bowler again <laughs> on the other side of the bridge. It's like that. It's like, hey, how is this man still hey, doing this hey, in his late thirties? Or you know, I'm gonna say like, how does this man like make another chapter of it for himself? A Hall of Fame finesse that keeps adding quality years on the back end. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable! Yes, this is like this is 80, what is this? This is like what 85, 85 Kareem. Unbelievable! He he go he wins another Finals MVP uh, yeah. against all odds at thirty eight years old. You know, yes, sixteen years removed from his first championship and shit like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Look, this is the bullet in the chamber of finessing. Like this is the last oh stand. This is Tim Duncan in Game Seven of the 2013 NBA Finals, or 2016, <laughs> or excuse me, Game Six of the 2013 NBA Finals. No, remember Game Seven? He was great too. They just ended up losing. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we it, thought that was a bullet in the chamber game until so I find out. Oh yeah, I got one more too. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> J- Jeff Jarrett, he will never like, bro. Uh, the finessing is unparalleled. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Speaking of finessing, so um, you know. Oh it, wait, 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 wait! Can you do? Can you do the Jeff again? The the spelling. J E double F J A double R E double T. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay, so I asked you to do it one more time because we were in a we were in the thread, uh, the social suplex thread yesterday, and. I don't know why my brain did this, but Simon had, had did the spelling, <laughs> and, and, it, and in my damn whacked out 1990s R&B brain, it immediately went from J E double F to they called me U S H E R R A. Well, I am O N D. Unbelievable. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that for y'all. Like that—that's that's where my brain goes sometimes. Vince McMahon said he's the man. Becky Lynch is not the man. Completely murdering her gimmick right in front of her. And Vince doesn't like the bad attitudes that Lynch and Ronda have. He then suspended Becky for 60 days, which expires, uh, you know, a couple days after WrestleMania. Vince said he has a replacement in mind. So he said he wanted someone with charm and charisma to take her place. He then introduced Ronda, uh, Ronda Rousey's new opponent, Charlotte Flair, who's not on the brand, who has not won a singles match since November, who 
<laughs> has been probably Is that true. Yes, who has been probably whooped since <laughs> since you know essentially hell in a cell. Whatever. Wait, no, 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 that can't be right. Wait, are you talking about? Because remember, she beat up uh, both iconics in back to back matches over SmackDown, like right after the Survivor Series. Are you saying like that was November. the last time you won a match? November. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Okay, so I think all, right. all of this stinks. <clears throat> okay, so for me, uh, we're on different points. I believe you think like I don't. Th- I don't necessarily think you have an issue if they actually have a three way. But your thing is, you could do that, but look to look at what you have right here. It's a lot harder than trying to do another storyline element with Charlotte, right? Yeah, like like the like I don't obviously it'll be I'm sure it'll be a good match, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's a situation where it's like it, it's crazy how match quality is being brought up as this point now, right? When yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah. when that hasn't been a focal point of any of the last three WrestleMania main events that we've been worried about. This is yeah. you know where was this energy at WrestleMania 29 when fans were calling for CM Punk the main event the show uh, and go in as a three way with The Rock and John Cena. Um, but they we we covered it on the show a couple of weeks ago. Charlotte is in this match because WWE has this thing where they want Charlotte in this match for all plans. time's sake. Plans. Like, we always talk about a hashtag plans. Um so me, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. I don't care one way or the other if Charlotte's in the match or are not in the match, whatever. My but the thing for me that's getting me is I think they fried Becky this week. I mean, there's plenty of time for them to. I mean, in theory, they could they, they could have fried her or whatever else. I don't think so. I think the crowd will still be very much behind her because they're going to be spending all that time the next few weeks booing. Look, they'll uh, be Wanda behind her. They'll, they'll be behind her. But what what they essentially came out here and did was you're going to say sorry to the McMahons. You are not a bigger star than them. You are subservient. You are lower than. You are not a star. You are a worker. You are you are someone here that is going to be a spoke on the wheel. I I, I agree on that on, on that end, but only but only but so far. Um, now, if she never if she doesn't get come up and on Vince and Stephanie and Hunter when they eventually uh, showed her ass that they were in on this whole entire gimmick or the you know we're really the good guys, but you know. Old crazy Vince, you know he, you know he takes it differently. Like once Tiffany and um and Hunter expose themselves to be the suckers they've always been, and like they need to immediately come out and or Becky needs to come back and get her come up and or get her heat back. And if they don't do that, then definitely I definitely will be right where you are. Um, but there's still opportunity to do that. Um, and you know, I just um. I just see that if you're going to do the Charlotte thing, like there are things at play that you could play with for that. Like you have Rhonda also hating or also should hate uh, Charlotte's guts for what happened at Survivor Series with the beating with the Kendo stick. They forgot about uh, that. I'm, I know they have, but I'm still there. So that's my point of why I'm getting, why, I'm, why, why for me, I don't, I don't, I'm not in on this is like, they're going to have a match. Cool. But like, I'm only here for the match to see the match. Like the storyline has already for me is just kaput. Um, unless they and there's already put for me. Um, they can they can try and salvage it and make it interesting on the way, but like just the logical storyline and how this stuff flows. Like you did all this stuff over the over the months, and then you just basically said just ignored it and or just like left it laying. You had all these opportunities to use it. Like you had 
like I said, uh, Charlotte and in, 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 um, you had this five series match. You could have used that for why Ronda hates her. You have the TLC finish where Oscar is the champion because you screwed over these two women that that pissed uh, pissed off Ronda and she pushed them both off the ladder. So Oscar win. Um, like you have Becky. You know, she wasn't legally in the Survivor, in the Royal Rumble match, and you could have had it to where, all right, well, Vince could have been like, you know what? You've been disrespectful to me. You, you put your hands on my daughter. You weren't even legally supposed to be in the match. So, you know what? Fuck you. Charlotte's in. <laughs> it, and it, it makes, it would have made sense to be like, all this stuff tied together. Look at the ta- look at the long tapestry of the long-form storytelling. You know, WWE loves comments say that they make movies and they're great storytellers. Bullshit. They're not. They're, they're- fucking horrible. They're not reacting to people. They are not using the heat for the internet. No. They did a fake injury in the Royal Rumble with Becky Lynch to set up this whole suspension storyline, to set up her being brought back, to set up Charlotte getting put in the match. Like, like this is not th- them reacting to us. This is just this thing that they want to do. And it's, hey, it's, hey. it's so unfortunate. Like, it's just... Hey, Rich. Speaking of all the stuff they did to maneuver and all the way to get to this point and, and this is the direction they're going, and I'm fine with the direction, but at least like put it together and make it make some fucking sense. Hey, Rich, um, we just saw SmackDown. Where the fuck is Asuka? Does she even work for WWE anymore? So, we beat Becky at, at Royal Rumble. The person that uh, that beat her all of the whatever the rub she gets from beating her, gone because gone you've been off for three weeks, nothing to do, just off TV. She's only had like a two minute video segment. That's it, uh, a promo segment or not a promo segment, but a vignette segment. Uh, so that went to waste. We beat the hottest person in the company on on the show to try to swerve you into thinking that she's done for the night. She so she comes in. She and then they do all the stuff that they've done to get to this point to where now she's going to be quote unquote spinning. You know she's going to be on or be on shows for me then now raising all sorts of hell or whatever else. But I will say this for those saying that like of course she's going to raise hell because she didn't get her way and she you know she quote unquote got screwed by by the system and she's going to fight back and all this other stuff blase squad yada yada yada. I would like to remind you that uh, Braun Strowman got screwed at at uh, Crown Jewel. Uh, said he was going to tear the show apart uh, every single week until he got what he wanted or break the damn stadium, whatever he said. Stephanie agreed to all these things, and as long as she, had, as long as he, he had beat uh, Baron Corbin at TLC, he's going to get everything he wanted that was coming to him. Plus the match at Royal Rumble against Lesnar, get his rematch. And he rightfully deserves. He got fucked by Corbin. He wins the match at TLC. He he, he keeps going, keeps going, and all of a sudden, what? Four weeks ago, Vincent Man after. Four weeks before that point, eight weeks ago, they said they're not going to be meddlesome and all that other shit. Four weeks after that, uh, they they Vince completely just took his title away, match away, and that's it. There's nothing, nothing, nothing to do. You just fuck, just fuck you. You're done. And then <laughs> we move forward, we move fast forward to now, and we just and now after they just screwed, uh, after they just did this same shit with uh, with Strowman, you expect me in good faith. To be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, she's going to be such a badass and an ass kicker in this and third. Yeah, okay, sure, maybe. But let me remind you, the same fucking company that had uh, that had Booker T get, uh, after after all of that fucking code in that WrestleMania 19 match, yep. I think 19. that WrestleMania 19 match get hit with a pedigree for 
I don't know, five damn minutes laying on the floor and then get covered like a fucking jabron. So you tell me why I should have any faith in this dumbass company. I, Aside from anything that's not on the network. I, I Watch Apple Trust anything that they do. I feel, like they, I feel like they think the three-way solves a bunch of problems. They want Ronda Rousey to stop getting booed um, they, and, and divert those boos over to Charlotte. I mean, those boos are going to the company, but never mind that. Uh, <laughs> if Becky beats Ronda in this thing, there's no point in adding Charlotte except that they pick Charlotte for this shit. And if <laughs> Becky beats Charlotte... She doesn't beat Ronda, so because Ronda's not allowed to lose. So at this I don't, point, I don't, I don't care about none of that. All I want to do at this point for is honestly, I I think we might as Raw, well add I Nia Jax. Raw, I think Raw as an everyday show or every week show would be so much more enjoyable if I can get a version that's I don't know I guess it's an hour or eighty minutes or something of just their t- just their matches. I watch their matches. I don't have to watch their shitty segment. I don't have to hear their shitty commentary outside of Graves is burying Sasha Banks for breathing. Uh, and I can I just watch their matches and I can move on to pay per view. Watch pay per view. I like their segments and their storytelling fucking blows and they can fill me in with, and scrub and erase all the garbage that they do on their TV. And I can just watch their video package. They can give me a um. They can have the uh, video team clean up all the mess that Vince has made over the four weeks between pay-per-views and, and try to give you what the idea of what the story is and I can move on with my life as opposed to watching this stuff and being so frustrated. That, I, wouldn't that be a better, wouldn't that, wouldn't that make a better, wouldn't that be a better idea? Like, I wonder what, I wonder if there was like a thing on the network where I could pay Hulu Plus or I could pay the network where I can get just the matches. Mine's bullshit. Look, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to have to fast forward through it. I just want to get what bell rings, bell rings, bell rings, bell rings. I don't want to deal with none of this shit no more. This is so ridiculous. We're doing all this goofy shit to water the match down. We might as well add Nia Jax to this shit. And I like they fucked this shit up, bro. No, no, no. I don't care that, what way you slice it. They they, they look, fucked the dynamic up that was look, hotter than the sun for some look, for some lesser than shit. This is that's your opinion, right? And you're entitled to your opinion. But my opinion is this. I still desperately want this match. I don't want their shitty storyteller. I don't want any more of their shitty storyteller after they went out there and they were great. They were incredible for the last so two, three weeks. Two weeks. I don't want... Now that they fucked it up, I have no faith that they'll fix it because, of course, they won't fix it. So, you ask Charlotte, great. Bring out the match. I don't want none of the rest of your bullshit. <laughs> That's where I'm at on that. That's where I am. I don't care if it's just Charlotte and Becky or if it's the three-way. Just bring me the match and put it on last and piss off with the rest of your shenanigans, Vince. This shit sucks. Like, <laughs> yo, like if, if if you want to see Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, like most uh, fans do, like <laughs> like you can scroll down any Twitter reaction comment section. Don't add Charlotte. Don't add Charlotte. Don't add Charlotte. What do they do? They just keep going uh, and not listen to their fans once again because they feel like they need to have this energy in the WrestleMania cycle uh, at some point, no matter what. So, uh, after that, Shoot H comes out in the uh, leather jacket. (laughs) You know, when I see the leather jacket, I assume that Shoot H. 
So, oh my god, yeah, yeah, not the character, the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it would be kind of hard to fight in that jacket, right? Like it looked kind of restrictive. I don't know. I've never, I've never had a biker jacket. I can't really tell you yeah. how, how that kind of works out for you as far as your ability to to throw fake punches. I don't know. Because I, I have a leather jacket, like you know, when I was wearing a couple years ago, and it was like, you know, it wasn't exactly restrictive, but his looked like a lot fancier than mine. So, <laughs> um, so well, you got to remember one thing about looking so stiff. It's like Triple H, like he fakes hold his arms out way, like he's way you know wider than he actually right, is so right. he, that's just, so you're just getting it's an illusion gotcha right but just it's like where he is it's all in it's all an illusion so so, so it's a work right yeah <laughs> so not, like look think about like those early 2000 triple h's or, or sorry or late 99 triple h or whatever that man out here with the arms out wide looking like he's thinking he's wide as otis get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody's wider than otis okay like we see you bro uh, so Batista got cheered as Cole pushed him as disgusting on commentary. Batista came out here dressed like David Ruffin at the Cobra Cabana. <laughs> Batista had 20 dudes in black with him. So, uh, it was, I, I, he was so close to like, like 30 dudes with him, like MC hammer, like, you know, you know, close to all that. So, uh, Batista, uh, he said he had the security here because it wasn't stupid. He learned from two of the dirtiest players in the game. He learned from you and Ric Flair, you meaning Triple H. He said, they're here for my protection. Where's the sledgehammer? You always underestimate me. And Batista wanted Triple H to give him what what he wants. Triple H says, how many times have you quit this company, Dave? How many times have you walked out because you're a Hollywood star? Since you're too much of a coward, I'll come tear my way through the guardians of the independent scene and fuck you up, essentially. I thought that was funny. Um, Tell me why when they showed a close up of, of all them dudes, I looked around. I was like, "Wait, which one of these dudes is the Coffee Brother?" Damn, damn. Because they look, they a lot of them look like Coffee Brothers. So Batista keeps telling Triple H we're not doing things his way. Uh, Batista left to get away from Triple H, who held him down. Uh, said he's gonna hurt who Triple H loves immediately. I think, oh my God, he's gonna beat up Stephanie or Sean, uh, or maybe in reverse order, like. <laughs> Or 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 maybe he does like that 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 valiant baby face in 2017 and threatens that maybe he'll show up uh, at his daughter's uh, or at the doorstep and his daughter's open the door. Remember that? Remember how they had Seth out there doing that foolishness? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, or he, he it was kind of like that Russell Westbrook deal. Like I didn't know if he was trying to like crib on that at the same time, you know. Mm, I think I, I don't know if the timeline line, I don't know if the timeline lines up, but I think Russell is just a lot more justified than Batista would be. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I gotta put that out there. <laughs> so uh Triple A said he ain't giving him nothing but a beating he deserves. Told Dave to face him like a man and Batista was like, It burns you up to to give me what he wants because you're not in control and this whole thing's a mind fuck at this point. Uh Batista wants I love Batista wanted Triple H to accept at WrestleMania, then Triple H just accepts the match after just saying he's not gonna <laughs> give him anything. There's nothing more awesome than a person completely melting down while saying I'm in control. Like, yes. like she's like, You're not in control, I'm in control. Give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want, damn it. And then you just spit his Bruh, I, That's I the next thing I got written in my nose. Batista slobbers all over himself like he's drunk. Uh, and, and then he immediately turns back to a normal person and says, thank yeah. you. That's all I've ever wanted. 
to end my career on my terms and to end Hunter's career on mine as well. Uh, Triple S. I, I love this whole segment. Like, I really, I really like felt, I really felt like Batista. Like, it was just kind of vain watching two people like actually argue and yell at each other in a way that is believable that when people are angry and mad and argue at each other, actually argue as opposed to your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, quip, you lose, we walk off. As opposed to like, it's a, it's a fucking debate. It's actually people yelling at each other because they want to beat each other up because they're angry, angry, large, sweaty men. Like I, or angry, large, sweaty athletes. Like I love this. It's like, it's actually realistic. So Triple H said you better dig down deep Hollywood when we get the manias on your terms, but the match will be on mine. Bring whatever because it ain't no rules. Uh, Triple H said there will be no laws. So yes, that Trump <laughs> WWE connection runs deep. No holes barred. Um, so yeah, they're about to have this walk, walk and brawl plunder match. Um, hey, I, it's, it's better than anything else they would have done. If they, you thought, look, you thought they was gonna do, uh, you gonna go out here and, ha- and do a and have a Bret Hart professional wrestling match. You really <laughs> thought they was gonna do that? Nah, this ain't Bret Hart's wrestling, bro. Okay, um, okay then. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I thought this was a weaker segment than the one from uh, that originally set up the angle, and it kind of they ran through it kind of fast. They didn't mention anything about Ric Flair, um, barely. No, and, still no help. Still no health date. Yeah, nothing. Still no health update on Ron Ric Flair. I mentioned this on NXT, then out forever on Thursday with, with Jeremy. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> sh- uh, Triple H last week, uh, Charlotte last week. Neither one of them give us an update on Ric Flair. Is he alive? Is he dead? Is he okay? Is he going to be okay? Is he in a coma? Nothing. What happened to this man? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, so I don't know, it, it, and, and I thought Batista device. like was forgetting his lines or something. Like I, <laughs> it was weird, but. Um... Up next, uh, we kind of had two people ask the same question. So it was Nicholas Guerrero and Ricky. Uh, so I'll go with Ricky's question. Uh, he said, "Assuming Kofi is in the SmackDown title match, who out of Kofi, Seth, and Becky will not win the title, and why?" Okay, so are we going on a hypothetical uh, scenario that there has to be heat on WrestleMania, even though like it's supposed to be like the show that's supposed to give you all the joy and make you like love the show? Like all these great baby faces all have to lose because reasons. Like we can't get them. All, we can't like give the fans everything that they want. We have to like fuck with them, right? That's that. Somebody that's the has idea. to be fucked. Jesus Christ! Like, like, um, like you know, we'll we'll give y'all damn Brian, but we gonna end the fucking streak. Like <laughs> like shit like that. Like. Yeah. Uh wow. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Um Yeah, I uh huh. I mean, you know the answer for me, like yeah. Like I don't think well, before this before this hypothetical scenario even came well, it brought to my attention, like, I didn't think Seth was gonna win anyway. So I'm okay with Seth losing because like look how they treat them like it, the way they treat him right now, and he wins, he's gonna come back, and then like, what are they gonna do? Like, they're not what, like, what feud are they gonna do with him immediately after? Like, they could do like, oh yeah, Seth or AJ comes to Raw, they immediately go to that. That would be awesome. Yeah, um, I like that. But McIntyre, you know, maybe something like that. Yeah, but you know how they are. Like, they'll 
you know, they'll fuck around and after after he wins the belt, they'll come back and they'll go they'll do him versus Corbin and some shit like that. Oh my god, that would be horrible. And and, 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 and then the wonder why oh you know he you know that self feeling prophecy. It just like, ain't working with shit. him on top. Like, we need to yeah, we need to put somebody else back of, on top. Yeah. On, on top, Seth ain't gonna work. Like you gave him fucking you gave him wet dope to try to sell. Come on now. No, we're gonna have you we're gonna try to heat up gender to be your challenger for a month. Get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So answer for I, me is know. Seth also because like yeah. out of like the now I don't want to say Seth doesn't have a connection with fans, right? But if you look at Kofi and what Becky has going on right now, Becky's on some rush to ring shit if she doesn't win, right? And <laughs> Kofi is like some whole other they better not fuck this up. And and the thing with yeah. Seth is like who who can come back most from this, right? If if Kofi and Becky don't win, that could be like damning. Right? That's cooled back on the line. You got to do a whole bunch. Of that that's like a, that's one of those like Braun Strowman losses, right? And yeah, uh, with Seth, it's like okay, he could still just switch brands and and still be a top guy on whatever brand. But I think right. as long as he's on Raw, he's always going to be number two. Yeah. And like seeing that like Brock Lesnar is now pretty much like ninety six, ninety seven. Hogan is like and. Like nobody that critically thinks about WWE is gonna be like, you know what? That Seth shit, I don't, you know, I'm, I think less of him now because he did a job to Brock Lesnar. It's like, it's like dude, everyone fucking does. He, he 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 chews up and spits out every single motherfucker that he uh, that he touches. So like, you know, it, it, ain't nobody gonna hold that except they had to do a job to this dude. Yeah. So after that, the Usos were shown backstage, and um, after that, we got a Viking Raiders. Uh, they were shown backstage, sneakily goofy or goofily sneaking around the like the backstage area, and it was like, "What are they up to?" Yeah. Now, now, yeah. So because you have to set, you have to set the, you have to set the table for what's going to come and happen. <laughs> Up next is probably the worst scene that's happened on WWE TV this year. Um, probably. Yeah. I feel like we've gone through a lot of trash. So, uh, Luke Garls and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson against the Revival. This match never happens. So Sub- Subterfuge. So, they showed the, uh, the back shaving from last week. So, for the Revival, it's only getting worse, um, as alluded to in that WWE.com article. The Usos came out on stage and they talked about Usi Hot. Not Icy Hot. Usi Hot. Um, yeah. So the Usos basically. Um, yeah. Um, the Revival ended up having like feelings from the Icy Hot inside of their draws. And they start jumping up and down, rubbing their crotches and asses on on the mat, and cr- like it was horrible, just uh, okay. absolutely horrible. C- couple couple questions. So, did they say that they switched some like lotion or something for Usi Hot, or was it just they were putting on any old thing because reasons? Because like, why would you put Icy Hot on your balls on purpose? And better yet, like, and let's say it was it was it was icy hot, but it was really supposed to be lotion. Why are you putting lotion on your asshole? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, in that, like, I look, 
no shade. I don't know how none of that works, but like that sounds like a good way to get diaper ash, like you're a damn eighteen month year old. So, I, so I've never seen. I don't. I I've never seen the Usi Hot in stores, so I can't I can't tell you exactly how the Usi Hot works. No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm saying there are two things. Either a they knew it was icy hot. They were putting icy hot all over their bodies, which is like why would you put icy hot on your balls and your junk to begin with? Or b you would have thought it was lotion or some type of like moisturizer, and then the question is: once you once you run your ass like a damn dog, uh, with with you know, on the mat ass first, trying to get you know a scratch in, yeah, some that friction. means that you put that shit on your asshole. So explain to me <laughs> why you why were you putting lotion on your booty hole? I need I need, look. I don't want answers, but I need answers. You know why? I, I don't. What is going on here? Why are people putting? Why this, are you putting this, lotion on your asshole? Because this is a side effect when you refuse to sign the contract WWE owes you. Um, these dudes are getting embarrassed left and right, and it's just they want to. They are really upset that these guys do not want to take their money, and this was embarrassing. This was just like the absolute zero uh, to quote James of professional wrestling. <laughs> this was not Bret Hart's pro wrestling. This was just. If you you guys have seen the gifts, and it's like all this is going to do is make people feel more sorry for the revival, and it's just going to make them bigger. And these people don't get it; like they don't know that just burying them and beating them and embarrassing them will make them stronger. Like it literally is like you know they say you step on a roach and and, and another one's going to come out of, out of it. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. It's like yo. Just fucking, like, do something with them. Like, just don't put them on TV. Like, if you don't want to use them, like, send their ass home. But no, this company wants wants to be vindictive and, 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 and teach a lesson and just... <sighs> My thing is, this didn't help the Usos get over. No. It's, like, it's making you, them look like worse. You, like, the Usos like revival at, feud is this, James. Like, you look what? at the... Is it a, is it a, is it a feud? <laughs> I mean, they've been um, doing stuff week to week. And they, are they going to wrestle? It'd be nice. All right. Well, you let me know when they wrestle. But if you look at what they did tonight in their tag match, and then you look at what this is, and I can't think of a time where you had people on a back to back, like from even from like week to week, now I can remember, or like show to like basically from show to show, like go from either way from something so great to something so fucking, you know, worst of wrestling or, or the opposite in like back to back shows. Like they went from one of the best show, one of the best matches of the year on TV tonight, to in uh, the night before they had the worst the worst segment of television on on, on WWE television this year. Yeah, that's gonna wrap up the Raw review. Um, oh, did you get happen to catch the Mojo Raleigh uh, promo that um, oh, one of our listeners sent to us? <sighs> So apparently, Go ahead. okay. Go ahead. So they they brought Mojo Raleigh out there, and let me pull um, um, him up. That actually sent it to us. Okay, at Dre Zara. So sent the. He was like, "You guys have to review this. This was during the Raw break. So Mojo Raleigh brings his country ass out there, and this man has lightning bolts painted on his face, or what, whatever the fuck this is, right, Bruh, He's out there looking like I'm. Is he more? Is he more Luna Vachon or more Bunakano? You tell me which one he looks more. I like think he looks more like Luna Vachon. Okay, thank you. Okay, I, 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 so it's up to you. this man's cutting this serious ass promo about 
the shattered man that he was. So I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be like uh like broken glass over his face, but like he's oh, cutting shit. Is he this, Mr. Glass. He's cutting is, is, this serious. Is he, is he Mr. Glass? I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Do you know means. what I mean? No. Okay. I'm gonna send you a video. I ain't gonna tell you the content because it really don't matter. Basically there was a there was a there was a uh, movie from like a decade ago called I think it's Unbro- Unbreakable Unbroken some shit like that with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson and they think they're superheroes but they're um but they're not really but in reality like people think they're crazy people but in reality they actually have superpowers so turns out at the end of it Samuel L. Jackson the dude in the wheelchair is actually a villain and you got to see the wig he's wearing it's, it's preposterous it's hilarious so at the end of it like apparently like. He was a villain, and he ends up getting off. He's killing a bunch of people in like a terrorist plot. And then at the end of it, he goes, "Like what? What did you do?" The Bruce was like, "What did you do?" And he goes, "They called me Mister Glass." God damn it! <laughs> Is that what Kanye was talking about on um, Through the Wire? Unbreakable. That's why they call me Mister Glass, or something like that. Yes, yes, that's exactly what. Yes, okay. yes, yes, that's exactly what that was from. Yes, yes. So, so Mojo has his country ass out here, and he's cutting this dead serious ass promo about. You know, being a shattered man and talking about the powerful wrestler he is now. I'm looking at this dude, right? And this thing is happening like during one of the breaks. So you don't see this on TV. They blacked everything out and he's just standing there on the apron, just like literally pouring his heart out. And then I was like, you look absolutely fucking ridiculous with this painted on your face. (laughs) I can't take a word you're saying seriously. Quit leave the business like the way i was just looking at it like this character like no this is not it no who sent you out here to to look like this where did you paint up like this because you were not wearing this in the room (laughs) remember the street runners series mixtapes yes Remember they used to have the the, the uh, buddy used to come out here and he used to say all the funny stuff and he used to be like, "Where did you find this?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah Mojo, where this? did you find this? <laughs> like, no, this this is some real exclusive shit here. Where did you fo- where did you find this gimmick? Because this is preposterous. Yeah, um, I'm gonna play a couple of the lines uh, from this. I, I'm just oh, gonna play God. it up against. Do we have to? Do we really have to? So. I, I I would like the people to hear that that didn't hear. Got new music also for this. He's got a bodysuit on too. I didn't. dead serious James and then he has this shit painted on his face yeah and like he looks like yeah he looks like a he looks like like the villain he looks like one of these like goon villains that like get this get dispatched by a superhero in like the first like five seconds of a, of a, of a fight scene but 
and he's dressed like that, and then he comes out and he talks with that accent, and you're just like, where did they find this fucking guy? <laughs> I see failure, and you do nothing about it! Well, that ain't me. That ain't Mojo Raleigh. And now I'm here. I'm finally here, ready to show the world what I've salvaged. He got to change his name. He got to change his name. He got to change his career path. He needs to change the company he wrestles in. He needs to holla at Gronk and see what, what type of post football uh, business Gronk about to open up or get into and see if he needs a homie or something. Okay. Let's not go that far. But, like, as far as if that's skim he's going to run with, like, you can't be this, 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 like, uh, oh my God, bro. Yeah. He doesn't have the same gimmick because he's not a biker gimmick. But, like, given that, like, he's been thrown away and, he, and he's back, to, he's, you know, he saved what's mattered. He, like, he salvaged what's mattered. Like, and it, like, in a different context, isn't he also sort of a forgotten son? God damn, I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, oh, he, I can't believe we're spending so much time with my fucking Mojo Raleigh. But yeah, like he, if he, this is gonna be his character, where he's like this, you know, this you know broken figure that's evil for the sake of he's been forsaken or whatever. Cool, but your name can't be motherfucking Mojo, Mojo. Raleigh. Yeah, you, that shit's not happy, bro. Yeah, man, he 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 needs. Please watch this video and see it, like. Like if you like listen to promo on his, if you just listen to audio like that, you're like, what, what's so bad about it? You have to see how he's dressed and the paint on his face that makes him yeah. look absolutely like, ridiculous. Yes, like do you remember what was it uh the the Super Bowl that the sex Super Bowl where the Giants beat the Patriots where Walker drops the ball? Yes. Remember how Walker had that ridiculous mustache on his face during, like throughout the whole playoffs and then also in the Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden, like after the after the game, he shaved that shit off. Drop, he shaved that shit off because you realize, like, you can't be out here trying to like have a serious conversation when you look purposely and perfect, perfect, purposely ridiculous. And he's trying to get the serious promo while looking like I don't know, like he's trying to like like he's trying to steal like cryptocurrency from from Gotham in the year twenty uh, twenty one fifty, like. This is like Bruce Wayne's great great grandson is gonna stop this man from committing crime. Shit. Like you gotta get you gotta get him the fuck out of here, man. No, don't start over. Forward. Try again. Oh man. Um. Uh, anyway, that's gonna wrap up the raw segment. Uh, for like, real Spider-Man, this time. Spider Man twenty ninety nine is about to stop this nigga. God like, damn it! Like, he's about to stop this man. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, then we got our actual first match, and what a horrible, horrible match no, it was! No, that was the second match. The second match. I'm not counting that, that shit. That wasn't wrestling. That was. If that ain't what you call wrestling, then it must be bungee jumping. Yeah. The bell rang. They were fighting inside of a ring, and then someone won, and then the bell rang again. Sounds like a wrestling match. Sounds like trash. What what happened? It was on a trash wrestling match, but it was still a wrestling match. 
I'm not counting that's that shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not counting that shit. So <laughs> 75 minutes into the wait, show, we actually wait, got a legitimate wait, match wait, between competitors. Wait. Hold on, wait. So what you're telling me is WWE has the main roster has pissed you off so much that you are now beyond like you don't even want to. You are now questioning what is actually a wrestling match now. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So we got our first legitimate wrestling match uh, of the uh, evening. Uh, Becky Lynch was forced to, uh, you know, tag up with uh, Nikki Cross and take on the tag team champions who have not won a fucking match since WrestleMania. Who is have, that true? Yes, except their fucking squash match, which is not an actual match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they squashed uh, look, those chicks, and those uh, those two jobbers in Brooklyn, jobbers, right? Yeah, these these people they literally pulled off the street. They, we don't even know if they have wrestling licenses, James. <laughs> wrestling licenses. Fuck. And, 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 anyway, any other fucking match the Iconics have competed in since then, they have been looking up at the fucking lights like fucking geeks or stuck on the commentary table because they don't trust them to have matches. And why don't they trust them to have matches? Because of shit like this in this match. My God. <laughs> Fuck this show. Oh, my God. You gonna give us a run through of the match? Sure. So... Um, Nikki basically got her ass beat for most of the match with the Iconics' terrible offense. Um, then Becky Lynch uh, basically essentially got a hot tag and, you know, tried to run wild and save this thing. The crowd was really into Becky Lynch because why? Becky Lynch is a star, but unfortunately, when you put stars around the doo-doo, the doo-doo may rub off on them. So, Becky goes for her, um, her pump handle slam kind of rock bottom looking move that is called now called the manhandle slam and what happens is if i don't know if you've seen the gifts that have been going around twitter like becky doesn't lock her hands in properly and it looks more like a rock bottom which is not supposed to be it's actually supposed to be like a pump handle joint through her legs if you uh, remember the the evolution match against charlotte it was that slam she did in there she was going for but oh I've seen the move. I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw. I watched the match. She's done that before, but I didn't know that was. I saw she won with it, but it's like it's like it was wow, all really finished. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'd like it more if she used the backsplitter, but whatever. Yeah, and she ended up getting the pin on um, Peyton Royce because she was, you know, shouting out um, double or nothing or whatever. So, <laughs> well, well, maybe. But I will say while watching her comeback. Um, Becky's Becky's hot tagged and like Peyton was in the ring when it was happening. I was like, notice how like Peyton is actually close enough to where she'd have to yell, "Come closer!" Well, as opposed to like Billy, who was out the lunch last week. I don't. I don't even know. Like they they, they murdered these belts. These belts are a joke. Abolish them. Throw them in the trash. Throw them in the river. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm your host, Rich Ladder. Of course, my co-host, leg wash enthusiast, James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah. Um, leg wash enthusiast. That's why I actually, yeah, I did call myself that on the thing. Yeah, I also call myself a uh, a washcloth lobbyist. Yeah, I'm very pro washing your ass. I suggest you all scrub, fuck, fuck the ground, scrub your ass. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm all in on that. Uh, after last weekend's just shenanigans as far as finding out that uh some of our brothers and sisters out here 
Um, and with my brothers and sisters, I don't mean brothers and sisters, but some of us, uh, let's say, some of other, uh, some of other people that are around us in our lives and uh, and in the place that we walk are out here uh, skipping. You know, I say skipping leg day. Yeah. They, they ain't talking about working out. They are skipping leg day for washing their ass. <laughs> so they don't wash their ass or, uh, fully. And then apparently, like, some of them, yeah, they do wash their legs. But uh, apparently a famous uh, uh, Taylor Swift came out here and said, I wash my legs because I shave my legs every day. And the, the soap runs cream, down. It, it ju- it's just like soap, right? And then Ellen, you know, one of those noble figures in the world said, "Yeah, sure," and just walked and carried on. And I was like, "No, Ellen, no. We need, we need, we need more. We need more explanations. This. What is going on here? Why are you, why are you rich? And it's why are you stinking fucking rich? And I wash your legs, Taylor. So then, so then it turned into some other lady that uh that worked a local uh news uh spot somewhere and said that like she doesn't wash her, she washes her legs, but she doesn't wash her feet, which is like, you don't wash your feet." Yeah, you don't wash your feet. There's some new shit. I'm more. I'm. I. Wow. Flabbergasted. It's 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 an epidemic out here. Yeah, you know because we had people openly on Twitter just coming forward and admitting their uh their their washing deficiencies and everything like that. Like, um, I don't know, bro. Like, even if it were true, right? Why or were not true? Why would you even say that out loud? Like, be like, well, maybe I just learned something. Why don't I just incorporate that into what I got going on, and then uh, never mention this shit again? <laughs> it's, 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 it's people's worldview, right? So, like, the, the way that we're kind of all this like, kind of like shocked and disgusted about it is like similar to how people, you know, like that's what they're accustomed to. They just figure everybody else skips washing their legs too. So then people are all kind of like are kind of like uh, jarred by it. They're kind of like. like Wait, that's not how. Oh, <laughs> you know, like oh, I guess I'm lacking. You know, that's kind of that thing, and then yeah. they take it as well. Like that, that's their normal. So people's other other people's normal is like you know, a higher bar of of ass washery. So apparently, like <laughs> they think that like I, I guess that means that like everybody else or other people are kind of like more you know uh, into their grooming than I am. So I don't. They take it as well. Okay, whatever. And like, then- no. Nobody actually thinks that they are disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of how well, it goes too. But but like nah, y'all kind of are. <laughs> y'all and, and, out here. and as the stories went on, there was another famous woman, Chloe uh, Kardashian, who says she barely finds time to shower. Period in the streets. So okay, did you click on the link? I didn't. Okay, I did. Okay. Lamar Odom said that because when he almost died a few years back. Uh huh. Uh, she was she was at the hospital and she never left the bedside even to take a shower for a few days. For me, look, I'm not saying that's the best thing in the world, but I can forgive such a thing compared to like the the headline that was like one of those scandalous headlines. That's one of those uh, clickbait oh, you know, type of deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, um, the joke was hilarious. I'll, I'll always appreciate the joke, but nah, it's not it's not necessarily oh, like okay. it. and also like I don't I don't really care me. about Khloe Kardashian <laughs> like that. But yeah, look, whatever. He, he got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we got a wow. lot to get to. Um, yeah. <laughs> everybody, yeah. remember, wash your ass, your legs, yeah. your feet, your, yes. your everything. Head, from head to toe. From so. toe to head. However you like it, just wash it. Yep. Every day. No days Every off. Every day. You know? look, with a wa- look, with something to exfoliate the dead skin off of your body. Don't just use the bar. I know some of y'all are just using the bar. 
Don't just We're look, not talking about Cesaro not, and Sheamus. Yes, yes. Like, don't just use a bar. You put the bar into something that scrubs and, and lathers into it so you can help scrub your body, scrub the dead skin and dust off of your and grit and grime off your body. Okay? Oh, we, see, quality programming here at One Nation yes. Radio. Um, yes. One, that should be the new slogan. One Nation Radio, wash your ass. <laughs> had to cut that for a drop. Like, now, look, uh, look, we're going to continue. We're going to continue this also, right? Floss. Every day before you go to sleep, wake up, brush your teeth, your tongue, your gum line underneath <laughs> your tongue, the back, look, down to, down, look, the, the, the soft palate, the top of the roof of your mouth too. Then, then use what mouthwash every day as a routine. Man, I'm going to have to get on that because I don't be on my floss game like that. I ain't going to front. Look, people be slacking on the flossing. I understand that. If you're on brushing your teeth, you can survive. You can get by with mouthwash, mouthwash and, br- and brush your teeth. But, Every little bit helps, okay? But don't come out here brushing just your damn teeth. <laughs> don't come out here just brushing your damn tongue. Brush your gum line. Brush underneath your tongue. Brush the roof. Oh, my God. Not roof. Rough. The roof. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. We got a lot to get to. Last week, we didn't have a show. It was Mother's Day. and Hey, hold, real quick. How long did we just go? To one we were about almost at... like seven and a half minutes. Yes, we just yelling at people that I, that I don't know if they actually watching their ass or not, but I'm yelling at them telling they need to. <laughs> this is ridiculous. If you have not this heard this thing, just, just type it in your Googles, and yes. you'll see everything we're talking about. So. You can type in Taylor Swift feet. You can type or Taylor hold Swift on. legs. You can type in... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, if you type no, I'm dead serious. I'm not. I don't mean like you type in like like you like you don't like you out here on a fetish. But literally, <laughs> there was a point on Tuesday or it was a Tuesday or Wednesday where if you typed in Taylor, all of a sudden the rest of it popped up Swift legs, and then that was an exact quote about her on Ellen talking about how she don't wash her legs. Look, you type in hygiene right now. You type in washcloth. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff you can type in. It's 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 ridiculous. I'm tired of seeing this on my timeline. Y'all wash y'all asses again so I can move on my life. It's ridiculous. You know, we need, there was a, we need there to was feel stardom, comfortable. There was a stardom show um, on, I believe it was Thursday. It, they were, it was a Kirk and Hall show, right? Cork and Hall show. I had to block like 30 things so to make sure I didn't get spoiled on any of the stuff, right? I wish I had typed in hygiene, Taylor Swift, Khloe Kardashian, feet, legs, all that stuff. Because on my timeline, I saw some some stuff that I just like, I can't believe this is happening. What am I seeing here? New shit. You know, apparently old shit, apparently. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, people been yeah. doing this for years. Yeah. Yes. And oh, also, after you wash, don't worry about you feeling your legs your legs and your skin feeling dry because this is the stuff called lotion you put it on your skin after you get out the shower okay oh my gosh so uh the 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 hygienal portion of the show is now complete uh as we mentioned we didn't do a show last week but we i feel like we've more than made up for it already um <laughs> it was mother's day hope everybody um that has mothers in their lives got to enjoy their time uh with them but we got lots to get to. It was a big week in wrestling. I hope I hope y'all moms out there was washing their asses too. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> we can move on. So we bad I'm gonna tell moms to wash their ass because normally moms is the ones that tell people to wash their ass. But some of y'all ain't doing it right either. Some of the moms out here, not, never mind. We go. I'm not gonna talk about moms. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> Happy Mother's Day. Move on. 
Throughout this whole show, they're teasing that Brock is going to eventually cash in tonight, and they've been doing this for, you know, three weeks now. Never happens, spoiler alert, uh, for those of you that <laughs> you didn't hear. But when Seth came out, he ends up having a match with Sami Zayn. They have kind of a basic TV match, and actually they go 20 minutes. Uh, and then Seth Rollins, of course, starts selling the fucking knee in the middle of it. And I'm just like... <laughs> And it, mo- minutes before this, I was on Rob's head talking about, look, man, Seth Rollins is dull. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, we, it's been since 2016 now. Like, when he came back, that they fucked up his babyface return. How long are we going to, like, let that be the reason for him being dull? I don't know what his knee has to do with whether or not he's an engaging personality. And honestly... How many people are engaged in personalities on this on either one of these shows right now? Yeah. Are there even two handfuls of them? Yeah. Um and pretty much it was a it was a deal where um I was like, you know, Roman wouldn't have got his main event stolen from him. So <laughs> um yeah. So they have a match it's pretty decent. I, uh, you know, like a little three star deal, and um, he starts on the fucking knee, and then I immediately just like disconnect from the match. Uh, he eventually like recovers. It, it was a- funny because at double or nothing, in the middle of the match between the Young Bucks and uh, the Lucha Bros, <sighs> Matt starts selling his back, and the first thing was like, "God damn it! What is it with like?" No, don't do this. Do not. It's not a good idea. Like, I just want to see the match. I don't need your. I don't need all of a sudden like, oh, remember this from back then? Like, no, bro. Like, either come into the match with an injury or don't. Like, I don't need. Oh, it flared up on me. Like, it's like it's fucking herpes, right? Like, (laughs) like. And the thing about it is, with me, with with Seth, is it has been going on with Seth now for this year three of it. Yeah, year three. It's not like I don't I don't consider that to be like engaging st- long form storytelling. I just kind of define it to be just like, all right, this is something I'll just do from time to time. Yeah, and I'll be selective about it too. You know, he he Real does he, he does a deal where he acts like his knees hurt after a um a dive where he clearly jumps up and down like God intends, like on a dive and he lands perfectly fine. Then he just crumbles over in pain. Uh, yeah. he still hits all of the same moves at the end of the, ma- end of the match. Uh, Except he takes like a split second to like sell it and then continue to like <laughs> at the end of this match, the end of the match was he does a curb stomp on this bad leg. So then he's like, Oh, it hurts so bad. And then let me go ahead and do it again. Man. And then immediately pin the dude. It's like this. Okay, Seth, whatever. Well, I just like, saw and, that and I was like, I feel like this is why, I feel like, this is why I give him so much shit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like y'all are too hard on Seth, but at the same time, like there are things with, that goes on with Seth where I'm I'm just over to like. But at least like this is I this bothers me less than when they have him come out there and be just a whiny baby face. So whatever, like I guess I guess I got to take pick my poison on when it comes to that. And I'd <laughs> much rather have him, you know. Oh, my knee hurt. Let me continue doing moves with my bad knee, even though I'm the architect and I should be smart enough not to, you know, 
do be able to do a wrestling match without hurting my knee over and over and over like a moron. But whatever. And he's yelling at Sami Zayn, cutting promos without this the mic. This is my life. This is my life during the match. Yeah. Oh, this no. is my life. Holy fuck. <sighs> Am I the only one that thought about uh, Young Jeezy and Akon, uh, Soul Survivor? This is my life. <laughs> this ain't a rap soul, nigga. This is my life. <laughs> Boy. Um, yeah, man. I thought this show was abysmal. Throw it in the fucking bin. How dare they put this show on the airwaves? This show was an insult to people that call themselves wrestling fans. This was for the sports entertainment enthusiasts, uh, as they say. Um, Not, definitely, I don't want to hear shit about, oh, it's Memorial Day, they laid it down on purpose. Bullshit. They're going head-to-head with the NBA Finals next week. So, (laughs) possibly. So, But my question is, like, yeah, they laid it down on Memorial Day weekend or else be like, but why? Like, you have a pay-per-view. But why? You have a pay-per-view in two weeks. And you know how WWE is. Typically speaking, when it comes to a pay-per-view build, not the last week, not the go-home show, the week before the go-home show is typically, like, their best episodes of TV to get to a pay-per-view. So, like, this is it, and that's what we got. And I was like, mm. This shit was... A lot left to be desired. This was fresh trash. I thought this was easily the worst Raw of the year. Um, and I just looked up and down the show just like, this is what this show is descended to. I'm glad I no longer have a commitment to watch it every week. Monday nights will be so much more pleasant. Either I can continue working on music... Or I can watch New Japan, or I can just I can watch Mid South Wrestling if I want. I can <laughs> I can watch any fucking thing but Monday Night Raw and watching Vince McMahon run this company off a cliff. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to watch this show anymore. I'm I'm now thinking about if this was the first Raw of the year. I huh. Mind you, I mean, they've, they've done a lot of shit, and, and shit you remind me of today. I had totally forgot about that Jeff Jarrett shit. Totally forgot about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was what we were talking about as far as worst Raw. It was more or less we were talking about, it was a hypothetical of if they were going to do a inside the W yeah, or yeah. inside the NBA with AEW, who would be on it? And I said, like, I want Cornette and, um, and Mike Tanay. And Mike Tenay is Ernie Johnson and Cornette as the Barkley role, and then you can pick whoever the two other people you want to be. I really don't care. So that would be entertaining. Th- so, uh, so then, so then I was like, but you know, in reality, like if they actually did do this show, you know who would be on it, and that would be J E Double F J A Double R E Double T Jeff Jarrett, y'all. He would, and then you were like, well, what are you saying he would quit? I was like, you tell me. Do you think that Jeff Jarrett would quit a higher profile job? on screen with less travel <laughs> you tell me if you would quit and take that job so the reason why that reminded me of that because you sent the gif of the current jeff jarrett and monday night raw whatever oh, yeah, and that, that made me elias remember shit. that's right yes that made yeah, me remember elias that elias shit. shit and i was like this they've literally just put so much trash out that i've had to mentally make room in like <laughs> I, I've had to clean out the trash to make room for more trash on here. So, if you're bending over backwards to defend this show, 
more power to you. You know, I hope your legs are okay when you come out on the other side. Um, yeah, because because you, <laughs> you you have to be taking drugs to enjoy this show. So <laughs> um, okay, so I think I found the worst Monday Night Raw this year. It was uh, it was the one in Cincinnati, right? Like, so that is oh yeah, so that's like Corbin and Lashley versus. Seth to start the show like right after uh I think this is like right after the brand split. Um or the sorry, the shake up or whatever else. So oh, um yeah. you got Lucha you got Lucha House Party versus uh or fighting uh three bums or squash three bums. You got Ricochet uh uh, uh in the in the rematch against Bobby Roode. You got Lacey Evans uh, in that in that squash match where she does absolutely nothing and then hits that that moonsault. Uh, the the war the Viking I almost said the War Raiders the Viking Raiders versus uh, Hawkins and Ryder Roman versus McIntyre and then uh, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan like I like that match that show like I'm trying to think what else happened on that show that was so bad I can't remember but like I'm looking through the cage match I'm just looking for like things that had worse uh, average voters and that was one that popped up and that was only from like a month or two ago wow um. Robbie, so bad you just forget what you saw a month ago. <laughs> yes, for your own mental health, Jesus. So it's really been difficult. Uh, I, I've I've taken on the task. I took on the task of covering Raw when we started doing this on here, and it would be like, okay, if it's trash, I'll just rip it. Like that was my mentality on it, right? Hoping it would be good. I don't think Monday Night Raw had the better show 10 times during the whole time we did this. So I put a lot of like, like Karen's writing the notes that I took for this show and it would just descent into chaos. The further along that we've got until we've reached this point where I'm like, fuck this show. I never want to watch it. Like, I don't know how someone, I don't know how I literally feel like this man stealing money. Like, how does he turn this into <laughs> billions of dollars? It's an institution. It's an inst- it's an institution. And, um, you know, a lot of people watch it. Not a lot of young people, but a lot of people watch it. Yeah. And it was their pastime, and they stuck with it. And you got to think, like, if you're not watching Raw, then if you want to watch professional wrestling in America, um, and you're not watching Raw, where are you gonna watch? Like you're gonna watch Impact? Can you find Impact on your on your TV? And within like one minute without having to go through Google and and trying to find your TV lineup or whatever for your cable provider or your whatever service you're using? Um, do you know you know Do you know what time during the, during like that Saturday night or weekend night that like Ring of Honor is airing? Like. Um, Lucha, Lucha Underground, that's never coming back. Like, what you gonna do? Are you gonna tune in to Fridays to Arena Mexico? Uh, and check and, fact, and figure out what channel um or what channel on your cable is uh is the uni is the Univision or the or I don't know if it's Univision or if it's Telemundo. I don't even know. You know, that's kind of where we are. Well, at least until the fall. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So uh I can't wait for AEW to start uh and whatever their weekly TV it is because it cannot there's no world that th- it will be as bad as Monday Night Raw, and if so, they should fold up before they begin. If they start going down that road, but uh, highly Ooh, unlikely. 
the crazy part was you said this is the worst raw of the year. I'm going through all of these raws on this cage match, and like so many of these raws are like, but are sub three as far as overall show rating is like. I mean, any of these shows could take the cake. Pretty much any of them. It's or or not not. Hold on, let me phrase it. Like it's almost like every three weeks there is just a, a god awful raw according to cage match uh, voters. Like it's 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 wild. And I look at through the, and I look through the uh, car lineup and I'm like, wow, this was a bad show. I forgot about this one, and I forgot about this one, and this one. Like this goes back to even like R- Rousey still in this card. Like this is the one in Boston. And it's it's Rousey versus Sarah Logan. It's Charlotte versus Ruby Riot. It's Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. That was horrible. It's it, it's Finn Balor uh, versus it's Finn Balor uh, versus uh, Bobby Lashley and, and Jinder Mahal in a handicap match. It's oh. Alistair Bla- It's Blackishay versus the Revival. It's Sasha. It's Sasha versus Natalia. Uh, it's Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews. Oh it's Kurt God. Angle versus Samoa Joe. It's McIntyre versus Ambrose. I'm assuming that's the one where he beat the fuck out of him. So, or or one of the two where he beat the fuck out of him. So yeah, like we've we've had some bad raws, uh, especially since like Survivor Series. Some real like real dandies. It's a fucking celebration. Get high, get high. <laughs> A name caller. What I say? Come here, you say it. Call him a bum. It's <laughs> not a name call. It's a nice. You bum. Welcome back. It is the final LeBron James you bum of the week. But instead of the week, we have decided to summarize our entire time covering this show, and we went through and nominated. Five bums and five wrestlers of the show, essentially. Uh, and I think you guys you know, can go back through the archives. You've heard a lot of these names being praised and also ripped shreds. So, of course, as customary, we will start with bums. I figure this time we'll just go ahead and announce everyone ahead of time. Then we'll crown the bums and then we'll talk about the wrestler of the quarter or the period or whatever. Um, so, your list of bums. The Riot Squad. When it comes to being in meaningless six-woman tags, the Riot Squad's your team. They will get beat like bums all the time. They are they were just used to either put over Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch or Charlotte or Sasha and Bailey at any given time. Taking all kinds of L's. Getting destroyed within minutes. Like <laughs> when it comes to Ronda and different stuff like that. So, uh, the Riot Squad nominees The Miz and Shane McMahon, responsible for so much terrible television, <laughs> so many soul sucking segments, so many bad promos, so many nonsensical matches, so much bad action, so many terrible beatdowns, so many like. Horrible strikes. So many non-submissionable submissions. I don't know what the fuck that word is. Like so many submissions that would not make you actually tap out or pass out. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and the whole time when they were trying to become a team, the time they were a team, they've got they've won bum of the week, uh, and both of those things. So they had to have a spot on this list. Yeah. Remember, remember, like before SummerSlam, how you were like. Miz, 
Miz and Brian and how high profile it was going or it should be and um and like where the places it could take really Miz and where he could be as far as the championship stats and all that kind of shit and it's like whoo boy this is man he, he almost got you he almost got you thinking there was going to be a breakthrough star nah opposite downfall players fuck up imagine 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 you get a TV show with WWE and then they decide to ruin you unbelievable <laughs> imagine, like, like they ruin your profile show. as you as you get a TV show a documentary, uh, 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 sorry, a reality TV show. That's when they decide to lower your profile. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. They they completely ruined that. Makes it even better. Dolph Ziggler be doing cameos in that show all the time. And that, and where the fuck's he been? <laughs> they want that out. man to be a they want that man to be an Asian. He don't want to hang it up. He back now, fighting for the belt. Yeah, for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, then you know next time we'll see him when he shows up at number thirty at the Royal Rumble again. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, I thought Dolph was gone. Nope, still here. Oh, uh, the third guy, and this guy caught all types of hell during the fall and winter on this show. The man formerly known as Dean Ambrose, who is no longer with the promotion. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, the funny part is like people think like, like me, but like especially you, but me is even funnier. Like you know, we're all in on the AEW ba- uh, bandwagon, the bag, whatever else. Is like, well, he showed up and was you know the top thing at for Buzz for AEW. Uh, he's also a fucking bonus. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like. Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> like, just because he shows up on AEW does not mean his ass wasn't doing some of the worst television like of last year. So, yes. here you go. Just just atrocious when it comes to the promos, when it comes to just being presented awfully. This motherfucker got inoculations, Rich. <laughs> they shot that man because the town is for heat. They had a grown-ass man say that I'm going to get vaccinated when I come to your city because you guys stink and you smell bad and blase squad, and that's supposed to be the heat, is that this motherfucker acted, this motherfucking grown-ass adult decided to act and behave like a normal adult and get vaccinated. Like, what? This man, <laughs> this man showed up with a fucking Bane masks and shit. Oh, my God. This yeah. man had horrible matches with Seth Rollins on pay per view. He had the Ma- he had the Macklemore jacket on too, like yes. he got from the thrift shop. Ugh. Yo, thank God he got out of WWE. <laughs> Please, I, look. The, the, this was the only option for him. There was no staying in WWE for him. I don't care what they offered him. He had to leave. He had the he had one of the most dumbest like nonsensical heel turns of all time too. Yes, like he complained about how the storyline was was the uh, war, Dogs of War versus the Shield and McIntyre and uh, Ziggler and Strowman are all teasing that that he's going to be the one that, be, that betrays them because look at shit, look at Seth, look at Roman, they have everything, and meanwhile Ambrose has nothing, and then Ambrose comes behind and it says. He's right. I do have nothing. And then Roman leaves because he has to go fight for his life. And on that same night, 
they win the tag titles, and when he finally gets to something, he turns heel and, 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 and beats the piss out of out of uh, out of Seth. And, and I, it's just so fucking dumb. It, so and, and fucking it's weeks dumb. after he turned down a shot at the Universal Title or the Intercontinental yes! Title. Yes. Yes, I forgot about that. The Shield, all the times they fought each other for the for titles. How many times uh, Dean Ambrose, Roman have fought each other for the t- for the WWE title, at, like Survivor Series 2016 or whatnot? They, they were an opportunity. Yeah, you can fight either one of them. He says, "No, I don't want to fight them." And so he ends up having to get, go fight uh, Braun Strowman, get his ass whooped, and then Roman has to make the save because he's about to get murdered. And then he says, "You know what?" I could be, uh, I could be universal champion. No shit, motherfucker. That's the, that's the, that's the reason why they offer you this opportunity. You goddamn dummy. It's- oh my god. <laughs> no wonder this man left the company. No wonder he said, "Fuck your no money, sense. bro." Rich, what was the reason why he turned heel? Still waiting to find out. We don't. We still don't know because he wouldn't tell Seth Rollins why he turned on him. <laughs> Bro, he had a shirt that said "Never apologize, never give a reason" or some shit like that. Like, yo, I just he why he won't tell you why he did it. Why? Unbelievable. believable. Dean Ambrose, you earned your spot on this fucking list. You You're not winning, you. but you damn sure, boy. You. <laughs> <laughs> and the shit was so bad. It was a, it, like. The reason I honestly feel this way, I don't know if you if you feel this way or not, but for me, like the reason why I'm so unenthused by Seth at times is part of it is because of how bad this fucking feud was. And one thing I do, I will give W credit for is they did that match at TLC and they said, no, we're not doing any more of this because this shit sucks. We're just going to just move on from this. It's over. We got to get we got to get Seth ready for a rumble. We can't be having him doing no more of this shit. Get him away. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I'm glad they ended it, and then of course they did like another match randomly where Rich, Ambrose remember this one? Job for remember him. this one? After after he uh, won the rumble, slay the beast. Yeah, slay the beast. Yeah, oh, that's it. The, the, the beef is over. Oh, uh, boy. unbelievable! Boy, boy. <sighs> I'm still, I'm still, I'm still mad that Roman and Seth win. Um, when Roman came back, didn't beat didn't beat the piss out of uh, Ambrose before like like beat him gang initiate style and then let him and end up forgive him after they beat the piss out of him. But that whole shit was like, I'm so glad you I'm so glad you're back, Roman. I do. He's like, I got a favor, anything, man, anything. I need you to uh, to, to stop the shit with with Ambrose, nigga. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> you want me to what? Oh man. Uh-huh. I bought the stuff he said about you. What? Uh, let's, let's move on. Let's move. I can go over about this Ambrose thing. This whole he saga. was horrible. That whole saga, just horrible. Horrible. Sorry, Sam. Like <laughs> Sam is gonna be mad because look, Sam gonna be mad. Like, and you know, as the time passed, more and more weeks went by, and this shit getting worse and worse and worse. You notice he stopped tweeting us about that shit less and less and less. That's <laughs> right. Him, him, and. Fuck, deal with this. This shit sucks. I'm just, I'm sorry y'all didn't realize it as soon as we did, but this shit sucks. Yeah. Uh, up next, a duo that took the word "suck" to a whole new level. That yes, they made this suck iconic. Yes, the iconics. My God, when you talk about. <laughs> 
cringe <laughs> when you talk about just possessing no skill when you talk about horrible wrestling when you talk about just just being jabronis on every level geeks with title belts at this point now it don't get much worse than the iconics and i know we got people that listen that that like the iconics i don't know why <laughs> i'm gonna just put it out there you know i get that they're attractive y'all y'all might dig them in that way but look that's not helping them promos that's not helping the wrestling that's not helping these segments so <laughs> so what you really got so yeah the iconics were just like i just saw them and they would come on the screen and it seemed like the the segment would never end even though it was only a couple minutes long Yeah, man. Um, some of the cringiest, and I don't really use that word like that, but some of the like worst stuff that makes you wince. Um, some of the stuff that you know, you know, it's played to where they're supposed to be comedy heels. Which think about that, comedy heels, right? Um, like they're supposed to be comedy heels, and they're doing comedy, and it's not funny, and it's supposed to make you groan, but like. <sighs> You don't want to see them get beat up. You just want them away off your. You want just want them to be a, a whisked away and off your TV screen. Um, and and the sad thing is, like, you look at some of their Twitter stuff and some of their YouTube backstage stuff for .dot com or whatever else, and they're actually legitimately like charismatic and funny, like left in their own devices. But this product is not built on people actually having their own charisma. Like, they have to be, you know, people that are reading scripts. So, you know, me and you talked about this, like, the you gotta be joking me thing has carried over and has become like a meme because it's actually legitimately funny. Right. They never did anything even anywhere approaching that sort of thing um, on screen. And you think about the way people talk about when they saw Breaking Ground, they saw Baron Corbin or... Uh, another another perfect example is uh, the Dasha bot, Dasha Fuentes. Oh, um, yeah. Just, I, and, I, I miss Dasha. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> when, you see, when, when you see, like, the interviewers and you see how much personality and people on you know, this company uh, that work on screen in this company, you see the kind of person they really have when they're not on camera. And the difference is so just astounding where like, people feel like, it's almost like everyone's in black and white on 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 TV, but then once they get away from Vince's scripting, all of a sudden, and Kevin Dunn and the writer scripting, all of a sudden, like the color, and all of a sudden you see the reds, the blues, the purples, the fuchsias, like you know what I'm saying, like you know the magentas, the, the lavenders, like all all the, the pretty gold. colors, yeah, like the turquoise, like you know you see all these pretty colors and they come to life, and you're just like wow, like. And these are people that ultimately suffer from it. Like some people bump. Like some of it is a lot. Some of it is their own doing. A lot of it is their own booking. But like this stuff was like, especially the iconics. Like was the absolute zero of professional wrestling. And uh, like if not for one brave soul who dared to be the the shit worst, um, th- this uh, dynamic duo would would be the victor. But no, they will only come away with the silver medal of bums. So. Y'all already know what it is. 
James just called the Iconics the absolute zero of professional wrestling. Well, introducing <laughs> the absolute negative one of professional wrestling. No, no we're going to call Cor- we're gonna start having to call Corbin Be- Sub-Zero out this bitch. Sub-Zero. He's below zero. Yes, below zero. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Sub-Zero himself, Baron Corbin, a man who was blamed for the ratings in reality and in storyline. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard no shit like that before, James. Neither have I. Neither have I. When you talk about um, sorry promos, completely void of charisma, completely inept as a wrestler, chin locks, rest holds, and people just wondering why the fuck you're here. Tall and white. That's what Baron Corbin is. Pretty <laughs> much. And... Like people talk about the amount of heat again. We talked about it earlier in the show. It's like he comes out when his music plays, nobody boos, nobody cheers, and then then that's still the same for like that's also true for the Iconics. That's true for Bobby Lashley. That's true for uh, McIntyre as well too. And like for some reason they decided to grab like those five individuals and make one a tag team and those three a faction, a, a faction without actually uh, un- I'm sorry a. Everything but a faction. They never had a name. They never actually came together and said, we are the fill in the blanks or whatever else. Um, But they were together at two different points in the last um, seven months, and they were the shits. Um, Just constant heat and and, um, being down, baby faces, baby faces like shit, like they don't have friends at points. Um, I'm still waiting for Braun Strowman to get his title shot that he got fucked over from at, at Royal Rumble, but I guess that's never going to be a thing. And he's now a Mick Carter officially because this company just loves to turn people that could be stars into Mick Carters. Um, even even their stars are Mick Carters. So, um, <laughs> so that's that's where we are. Um, um, yeah, just just the worst. And we got to now watch him. You have to watch Kev try or Seth try to do a carry job with him to try to get uh, a good match out of him. So best of luck. I saw the match that they had at some point last year at the main event, and it was just a fine match. But <laughs> like this dude's been around for over five years. Like I watching, I do this retro show, and he's been on the retro show already. So he's been. It means who knows when he's been on the PC. I think he got signed up like. 2013-ish or something like that. Like he's Maybe had even matches. Before that. Maybe. Um, I'm just want, I didn't want to over exaggerate it, so I said 13. Right. But like this is somebody that like he has tons of matches. Like it ain't it ain't he's green, he'll get better. Like bullshit. That dude has pl- enough matches to where you know by now. Right. Especially in this era. Just just I and, and he's failed upward uh, every step of the way. Yep. And with all this talent, with the competition emerging now, I don't understand how he continues to ascend uh, in his position. I won't. I don't get it. Uh, I've heard people try to say he's actually a heel. I'm like, well, then what the fuck is Sami Zayn? Um, yeah. What is what is Sami Zayn? What is Daniel Bryan? What is Chris Jericho? What is MJF? Like. I don't want to hear that. Like, you can be a heel and be dislikable and still have a fucking pulse. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be bland as goddamn toast. Boy. So, without further ado, Baron Corbin, you are the LeBron James, you bum, of forever. 
to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Uh, I, I think everybody knew where that was going, but Baron Corbin, holy shit. Yeah, speaking of Cody, uh, he uh, apparently, you know, they uh, are doing some type of meet and greet at uh, StarCraft 3. And this man, uh, he has his dog, Pharaoh, and I don't know all the details of it. Apparently, it's some type of charity event. And the dog is getting a meet and greet. What? Yeah, man, the dog's over, so people want to meet the dog, and it's donated towards, and it's towards a, you know, towards a cause, so I guess they figured, like, let's, let's, you know, let's just do this, and also, like, the dog's over, so, like, it's a cool thing to do, so more power to them, uh, I just know that if I was at uh, whatever else, um, and and it was a, if I was at StarCast 3, and it was a, um, and it was a, towards a cause that I, you know, I, I believe should have money, uh, you know, given or I should donate money to it. I, I, I just, I just send the money like through the you know, <laughs> online. Like I don't need to see the dog. Like the you, dog is you, the dog. So you wouldn't line up uh, in a line to go meet the dog, James? No, I'm kind of. I, I don't. You know me. Like I'm not really in the line to go meet the wrestlers either. So like, no, nah, <laughs> I'm kind of good. Like I want to, like I want to watch you wrestle. Like I don't really want anything else other than you. Like oh, like I see you just on on like on the side or whatever else. Like oh yeah, like I might you know, and there in like there's there's no line or whatever else. Yeah, I might want to rap with you like or whatever else for a little bit. But outside of that, nah, like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like maybe like unless you're like selling like merch, I don't really I don't really want to send a line for you. I'm good. Yeah, man. White folks love their dogs. I, that, that's just. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 hey, this is this is a good way to you know to build a, take advantage of that. You know, um, yeah. So, you know, if, if it was me, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Eventually, somebody gonna get heat on the dog, right? How do you get heat on the dog? If it doesn't get you canceled off, kicked off the airwaves. You, you, you steal the dog. You steal the dog. <laughs> you steal the dog. <laughs> you steal the dog. Do you know how many white people would kill somebody <laughs> if they got their dog stolen? You can get some. Like, you want a bitch show up in a Vic jersey? Like, <laughs> come on, man. See, you took this. You took this somewhere. <sighs> you were good until you brought it the Vic thing. Oh, you were, man. You were, we were good. My, Look, man. Look, maybe look, look, would, look. It, would Chris Jericho get heat on the dog? Yes or no? Do you think Jericho would have an idea how to get heat from the dog? Uh, yeah, sure he would because he's because you know because he's Chris Jericho. But like, would MJF know how to get heat from the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would. He would. Um, he absolutely would. I'm calling probably- it now. Someone will eventually get heat on the dog. <sighs> Why? Because people feel sorry Look, for the dog. They love the dog. If, they cherish the dog. If they're cherish, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go from cher- love the dog, cherish the dog. If you had said worship the dog, I might have to turn this podcast <laughs> off and laugh so hard. Um. So, uh, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, I think you save that for like Act Two of a Blood Feud or Act Three of a Blood Feud. 
Like the final blow, <laughs> like the final, like the final heat of a blood feud is, bro. This motherfucker stole my dog, bro. Like it's going too far. Like he came, his this man came to my house uh, trying to get some smoke. I wasn't there, so instead he sold my dog. I'm oh when I see him, I'm going to fuck him up. Oh my god! Heat <laughs> on the dog. I can't believe this. But, but, but back to okay. So back to like the the actual like. Are they going to be allowed to pet the dog? Because that that, that seems like a bad idea. Pet the dog. They, oh man. Uh, I I would assume they had to pet the dog. Because like you know, are other people going to bring their dogs to meet the dog? Like that makes it even worse. I want that makes that makes Starcast even like first off, you got to deal with people. That would that make me get, not want to go. Look, first off, you got to deal with the people that don't that don't that don't want to shower and brush their teeth right, and then like and, and then like. And then you want to throw in the fact that like you got dogs there too. Not not a dog, dogs plural. plural. Nah, man. Nah, man. Like nah. Like I don't like that shit at the mall. I don't like that shit at the grocery store. I don't. I don't, I don't want that at my wrestling convention either. So, but anyway, my my whole thing was ask you about like all right, like the pet the dog thing sounds like just a bad idea waiting to happen because all look because what ain't nobody trying ain't nobody look because. When he bites it, when he bites uh, somebody, right, and, and they're gonna be out here saying, "I want this dog put down," then all of a sudden, they're the, then all of a sudden, the person that wants the dog put down is the bad guy. Yeah, let a dog bite so, me. I fuck a dog up. <laughs> I fight a dog. Every time, by the time, every time, time I was in uh, Birmingham uh, at Kirby's, and like a dog, uh, somebody's walking the dog without a leash. So then the dog saw me at night and ran up, and I was like, I literally had to get my mind right, right for like, well, I'm gonna have to fight this dog off. Ready to scrap? Right. Like, I literally, I literally had to pull my pants up. I literally, literally was pulling my pants up and like ball my fists up, ready for this dog to like to come so I could fight this dog off. Oh and then it stopped. God. It stopped probably like ten feet away, and then turned back. I was like. Man, this is that bullshit. <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm, I've never like. First off, when I was younger, I was terrified of dogs. I Even still am. So, like, the idea of I had to get my mind right to go fin one off. And this was a medium. This wasn't a big dog. This was a medium sized dog. It's like, man, this 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 fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um... But it, it's a worse feeling. It's it's like it's a worse like an- anxiety feeling of like than like oh I'm going to. At least when you you know you're about to fight another, you're going to fight a human. You're like, okay, like simple, just it's a, it's an instant response supposed to like yeah. the, I, the the bad feeling of okay, it's running, it's barreling towards me. I have to like get right because this thing's gonna be quicker than me, and then I have to like try to like get a hold of this thing and like try to wrestle it down slash choke it out or whatever else I have to do or kick it, kick the shit out of it. Like so, I was like, man, this this is gonna fucking suck. Like just real off, this is like man, this is gonna suck. It's about to suck. I swear. Now, now I'm trying to think about some of the rules they got to have in place. Like, now you mentioned petting the dog. Now, I'm, I imagine that nobody will be allowed to bring treats for the dog because. Oh no, you can't be trusting people. Yeah, you can't trust. Somebody go around and poison, Wait, you want to talk about poison the dog. Yeah, poison the dog. Yes, that's that where I was getting at. <laughs> My God, Bitch, look, you look. You want to see somebody go out there and get uh, and get their ass whooped? Yes. Like you feed the dog something to get sick, they they will find you. And when they <laughs> like, and when they and when they find you, 
bitch. Like, I and, and when they find you, I ain't gonna say God bless you. You gonna deserve whatever they give you. Whatever Bro. they give you, you deserve. I and you probably deserve more. You, like you a real suck. You are poisoning dog. Uh, I can imagine MJF pulling a big ass Hershey chocolate bar out and be like, "You hungry, Pharaoh? Oh, oh my god. My god. Yes. That's fucking terrible. Yes. Wow. Like just uh, Bill Watts will find a way to get heat on the dog. I know that. Yeah, man. You, you know, they, they really love that dog. That dog got blue eyes, too. They love they that love dog. They love that dog. They love that dog. That is, like, I, I mean, that is about as a, that is about as lovable, of a, as lovable, quote, unquote, of a dog they can get as opposed to, like, a golden retriever. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think it's pretty much the only, I think that's the only thing they can be topping Pharaoh as far as uh, that will make them love that dog even more. I wonder how old Pharaoh is. Oh. Uh. Uh, uh, are you are you are you about to say like there's only a there's a limited track work, there's a limited time span on how far they can be pushing this dog? Is that what you're getting at? Now we just kind of, now we're gonna find different ways to kill the dog now, huh? That's what we're doing. We're gonna find different ways to kill the dog. Okay, all right. Oh my god, people are gonna hate me. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um, yeah. I, I I'm just wondering how long Pharaoh has been around, been on the planet. You know, how how much longer is he available for these? You know, to be put in, in angles or meet and greets and situations like such. But um, you know, if I was them, I'd be trying to. Uh, well, I, I'll put it like this. I I seriously doubt that that Pharaoh will be at like at uh. All in five? I, no, I seriously doubt he'll be at all all out nine. I seriously doubt that. Yeah. I seriously doubt that. See, Cody got to He got to start thinking like a promoter. You got to start thinking about the next. You know, he got to like get Pharaoh like you know a partner and and, and trying to reproduce. Like that's 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 how he got to flip this over. You know, um, but we spent far too much time on the dog and. <laughs> Everything like that. Uh, the last thing that um, like the way you just said it. Why did why did you talk about like him like all of a sudden Pharaoh having offspring? Why did it make me think of like like Fritz Fritz and his kids? Like he's gonna sit like roll them over, make them the stars. Yep, like Fritz exactly, horrible. just like wow. that. And, and he can even like like buy like a fake dog, right? And then say like, oh my god, they're cousins. This is cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like, but play like a pharaoh's kid or whatever. Like, oh my God. but but people find out about the rip. It ain't really related. The whole business will be blown. Like, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. So you, wait, 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 wait. So now you want pharaoh just to have a kid that pops out of nowhere? So like, so basically, what you want to do is like basically like run that run that game that Drake was gonna run, where he's gonna put uh your boy Adonis in the uh, that Adidas ad. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Yes. Just like it. Like where where is where is the where is the dog pushing T to tell to say the Pharaoh's a deadbeat? Where is that at? Yo, somebody has to come up with a rival animal. Like now yeah, that they where, got this, where, like somebody has to have a black dog with them. Like yo, a better one, a better one. Where where are the where are the photos of Pharaoh in blackface? God damn where, it! Where, where are the photos of blackface? Oh my god. Oh, like, when, when do we get to call Pharaoh a coon? What the- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. No. 
get no? Is that too hot for TV? <laughs> I don't think you can say coon on Turner Network Television, James. But... Bro, I'm sorry. Look, that is some real Chappellean shit. If they put a a dog in blackface, it's like some shit that would be out of Chappelle skit in like 2019. Even like we have, we are going, we are just like we have gone beyond like. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone beyond oh the pale. God. Like that is like some, you know, like the black white supremacist. Like that is yes. beyond. Like you know. <laughs> Do you think Pharaoh has his own like social media accounts? If he doesn't, I'm sure he will soon. I'm telling you, bro, they they got the dog over out here. Unbelievable. Like aw creating stars already. Unbelievable. <laughs> Shout out to Cody and Brandon for doing that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. And maybe, I mean, for all we know, that is actually the plan for SmackDown. But then again, who knows? Because <laughs> the superstar shakeup continues on in day 149 because thanks to the the freaking uh, wild card rule, rule. So everything is just in flux always at all times. Everybody, all the top stars continues are forever are going to be overexposed because there's way too much fucking uh, TV time for them. And then the rest of the card is not going to be able to break through or get to that level to try to churn and make things more interesting because there ain't no TV time because you have to have Roman and the new day and the Usos and the revival and drew and Shane and AJ and Seth and Strowman and Joe. They have all those people do double duty, uh, depending on the week. So it's like, best of luck, like good luck being like, Good luck being Oscar or Kyrie or uh, or Ember or you know any any in like any not main event level woman for the next year until they fi- you know come up with a way to knock this shit off. But like you're just not gonna get TV time or not much of it. <laughs> yeah, where anything matters. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate because I I think this is a company that's just. Um, they're going through a rough period right now and they're they're holding on and it feels like they've. They, they've recalibrated to focus on, you know, as you mentioned, the women's segments and the overexposure of the main stars on both shows. It just cuts down things for everybody. There was that news about Rusev asking for time away. Oh, uh, it, and it's like, if you're Rusev, like, this is a perfect time. It's like, they weren't going to use you anyway. Yep. 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 Nakamura, what are they going to do? They go, they're probably going to tell them to go home to go surfboard. Right. Yeah, you know they say that's the only thing that man likes to do. Like I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like yeah. no one wants to surf that much. And then the funny part is, I saw recently like there is there are YouTube videos of him surfing with the GoPro out there on the surfboard, and like he does look like he's really at peace on the surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> and then and it really does look like he is one with the waves. <laughs> Literally, wavy wave man, Max B. Yeah, man. Silver yeah. Surfer out here. <laughs> Silver <laughs> Surfer. <laughs> so, oh. so, see, the thing is, like, you weren't in the comic books, but, like, if you know what the Silver Surfer was, you fucking fall out laughing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, oh, right, man. So, yeah, man. Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out to Stan Lee. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah Stan what up, Stan? <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Yeah, he, he died recently. That's why. <laughs> it's 
off air before we fly around and get <laughs> Oh my God. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 